0: Welcome to the PCS to Corporate America podcast from Cameron Brooks. Our mission here at Cameron Brooks is to help educate junior military officers about their transition options and to inspire veterans to transform their lives and their careers.
1: Welcome everybody, Joel Junker here, Senior Vice President Partner with Cameron Brooks. Welcome to another episode of the Cameron Brooks podcast, PCS to Corporate America. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the big bad R word recession. More specifically, we're gonna talk about the myths around about transitioning during a recession. And today I have a special guest, my colleague, Rob Davis, typically Rob and I don't do podcasts together. Uh, we did one several years ago, it seems like and it's great to have him here. And the reason why Rob is here joining me is that Rob is the author of our most recent transition guide, three recession myths, every transitioning JMO should know, you can find this transition guide at Cameron-Brooks.com forward slash GMO forward slash transition hyphen tools and our transition guides are on that page. So welcome, Rob. Thanks for joining me.
0: Joe, glad to be here.
1: I know you've been through uh, several different markets, ups and downs. In fact, I think you made a transition in 2000 during, during a pretty significant upswing in the market, but started work within the first year with a tech company and uh, within 12 months, the the tech wreck happened. So you have lots of experience. Of course, you were here, uh, joined us shortly after the 2009 uh, recession, Uh, experienced the COVID recession that we had recently. So you have definitely have your own work experience as well as experience that you've been here. Why did you decide to write this guide specifically now for our transition guide section of our website?
0: Yeah, Joe, great question. Um, As you said, In my 22 years of professional experience, I've been through three recessions. As you mentioned, I went to work for a high-tech company in the Silicon Valley and actually within three months of starting dot-com bubble burst. And then I was working for a building materials company in 08 and 09. So I was actually working in two industries that were hit the hardest in the two recessions earlier on in my career. And then obviously the pandemic hit everybody. And so just now, I think when we look at Everything that's happening, we're just seeing some kind of mixed science between what's happening with unemployment, job creation, but also what's happening with inflation, gas price. Just a lot of um, mixed messages out there. So I wanted to write the white paper, the transition guide, essentially to provide clarity for any JMO that, that is transitioning, at least considering a transition, and wait to dispel some myths and help people understand JMOs uh, understand that. It is possible to make a successful transition no matter what the economy looks like exactly
1: you know and as i read through your the the three myths and we talk we talk about this all the time at karen Rux, but as i read through it i thought you know maybe we should really start with like myth zero we'll get into myth the the three myths here in a minute but maybe myth zero like those episodes on on the series of netflix or amazon they always have like an episode zero that gives you the baseline before you start the episode so myth zero i would say is actually that we're headed towards a recession. That's a myth. We don't know, we really don't know. You know, We're recording this at the end of May, 2022. This will publish sometime in June and maybe we'll have more clarity in June, unlikely. But the reality is that we really don't know. You can't, there's no way to predict a recession. And they, in fact, recessions, I've always said, are backwards looking. You don't know that you were in a recession until you're actually out of it. They didn't announce that we were in the 2009 recession until we were like, it was June or August of 2009. And actually when they looked at it further, we were actually, when they announced it, we could feel it while we were in it, but they, we were already out of it. So it's always backwards looking. They always There's some people that define it as two quarters of declining economic growth you know, a lot of times you feel like there's rising unemployment, the stock market's down. And the truth is, is that I think there's two truths here. One is we don't know. So it's a myth that we don't, the myth is, it being that yes, a recession is coming. We don't know. Second of it, I would say the truth is, is that a recession is coming. I know, kind of talk about, yeah, because there's always a recession coming. That's just the natural cycle. We just don't know when it's Going to be some. No matter what happens in the next year, twelve to eighteen months, what we're talking about here today is applicable to all economic environments. And whenever a recession does come, because like you said, you know we're through three in twenty plus years, there is one on the horizon. We just don't know what that horizon
0: is. That's what I put in the transition guide. I posed the question: Are we facing recession? Like, yes, we're always facing a recession because what goes up must eventually come down but whether that recession is going to take place in three months or three years it's not something that we should fear just we just need to be prepared for
1: yeah i think you know in the transition guide i wanted to highlight some of this you've got some of the economics uh statistics of what we're seeing today it's a little bit of a weird dynamic you have like you put in the, the guide usa today wall street journal the about prognosticators talking about this recession coming and certainly the stock market you know we just looked at it it was like down two and a half percent today you know in in uh two hours or three hours of the opening bell and it's down 20 percent for the year the stock market's not necessarily the economy um it can be a signal of some things who knows the fed is in raising interest rates to tamp down inflation we have inflation going but we have this other weird kind of odd thing that's happening typically you wouldn't see this at the same time with all these other kind of noisy negative things I might add the geopolitical economic instability with Russia and Ukraine so with all this weird odd kind of negative things like the market inflation federal interest rates going up the employment market is actually in a really different situation not something that I've experienced in my 23 years Where the real unemployment rate, or the the, for everybody, is three point six percent, and they typically call that below the full employment rate, meaning the full employment is somewhere around four point two to four point five percent. There's always that frictional number. We actually don't really look at that number as much. We usually look at that number. And there's the go to the Bureau of Labor Statistics. They actually have a. They carve out if you're 25 years of older with a bachelor's degree, the JMO demographic, your unemployment rate is actually two percent. And even when you were here in 2010 and 11, when we first started, the unemployment rate was still hovering around six, five, six, seven percent. Right. That 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 25 years of age and older with a college degree was around four percent. We just watched that drop. I would assume it would do the same thing. And and why is that? I mean, I know why it is, but tell the. Tell the listeners, why is that 25 years of age with a bachelor's degree significantly? And we've actually seen this half of what the unemployment rate is for everybody else. Well,
0: sure, I think one, the, the national unemployment rate is everybody, right? So it's the man, woman who's a high school, high school dropout all the way up to the person with a PhD and everything in between. So typically when an unemployment rises, you're, you're getting rid of the jobs that are just not necessary. They're, uh, you know, they could be just they require less education. They're not typically leadership driven positions. So when you're talking about the least positions that we specifically recruit for developmental candidate positions, leadership positions, those are in high demand and high need. And so those positions get retained in typically and even probably more critical in a down economy because companies have to buckle down and make hard decisions and they need really good leaders to do that.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, we've been talking about this for about, Nine years now, straight every month. Ten thousand baby boomers still retiring every month, and that's creating a demand for for leadership and gaps in leadership. We're still experiencing that. We hear that from our client companies. And there's the the pandemic, uh, whether we call it the Great Resignation or just changing of the economic conditions, has created a different, a unique type of demand for people whether it be people that can help us uncorp the supply chain issues that we have, companies really stopped hiring for several months and that, uh, or I should say, they didn't necessarily totally stop, but there was there are companies that kind of like put everything on hold for a little while uh, there. So we're seeing that pent up demand still still un- unwinding at this time as yeah. well. and
0: I think another point, you know, kind of the analogy I sometimes use is, you know, if you're thinking about, you're gonna go take a unit on the deployment versus your units back in garrison doing, you know, what I used to do, the old red cycle tasks, it's picking up garbage and, and doing all these things. I mean, where do you need your strongest leaders? You need your strongest leaders at the most difficult, challenging times. Um, so you obviously want to take your best leaders on that deployment. You don't need great leaders to go pick up garbage along the side of the highway. And it's no different in corporate America. If things are very, very difficult and challenging. And we've seen it in the pandemic, especially most recently, you know, companies, continue to hire because they need that leadership.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So that's just a great segue into myth one. And I've been, you know, you've been doing this for 22 years with working in business post-military and then uh, almost 11 years here now at Cameron Brooks. Was it 12 years now? 12 years. 12 years, sorry about that. So in my 23 years, I've seen three three recessions here, specifically at Cameron Brooks. And one thing that i continuously heard Uh, During these recessions from other people is, is it better to time? Should I wait to get out? Should I wait to make the transition in a different market? And uh, you address that in myth one, uh, that myth one, it's better to time your exit with the market where the truth is it's better to have an exit strategy you can tr- control and really can pull all the way through. You really can't time the market. So walk, walk, walk us through that myth and then what the truth actually is, Rob.
0: Well, I think that, again, the myth is, you know, I'm just gonna wait. It's like, I'm gonna go outside when it's nice and sunny versus when it's raining. Um, you can't control the weather anymore you can control the market. And you know, just take a look at, at uh, folks that's, you know, we talked to officers. I remember talking to folks in 2019 going, yeah, I'm just going to wait a little bit longer. I like the job and thinking about getting out or, hey, I, I'm just happy with some conditions. And, and they they slammed right into the pandemic in 2020. We had no idea that was coming. And so you just don't know what the future holds. And I think the most important thing is to recognize how the JMO has to transition, right? If you and I wanted to leave Kimbricks tomorrow, we would... I'd walk in your office and give you my two week notice and then, and, and that's it. In the military, you've got a wait period. It's a six month minimum out to a year. So even if the market looks pretty good now, what's it gonna look like in six months? What's it gonna look like in, in the next year? Or if it looks bad now, who's to say it's gonna look better? So it's impossible. I mean, no one can time the market. I don't care who, who prognosticates uh, it's impossible to do it. And certainly the way you transition out of the military makes it virtually impossible to time that market.
1: Yeah, and you just, you don't know. It's like timing the market in terms of investing. Right. You, we we just don't know what's going to go up, what's going to go down. We do know that there's going to be a market though. And I think that's part of the myth one is that hey, you can't time the market. So you're better off, I would say, taking a step back and saying, what are my goals?
0: Yeah.
1: In three to five years, where do I see myself professionally? What am I doing? What's important to me? And is that better through a career in the military or a career in the business world? And then Roger Cameron used to say, Hey, in a down market. This is a place where you can step out and really help your organization and make a significant impact.
0: I think it comes back to investing, right? So if if you know the market's gonna go up, it's gonna go down. But if, if you have the right investment strategy, you can navigate the ebbs and flows in the market. If you're constantly pulling your money out every time the market dips, you'll never reach your investment goals,
1: right? You'll, you'll miss the ups. And if we really pull all the way through in the investment, sometimes the best time to get in the investing is when the market's down because it's gonna now go up. And same thing with your, your career. I'm thinking specifically, there's lots of stories like this. I'm thinking about one of our alumni his name's Ben. I remember sitting in Pensacola, Florida in and interviewed with him with him in the, uh, the winter of like January, February of 20, uh, 2009. And him sitting across from me and saying, you know, Joel, really, should I be thinking about getting out right now? I got uh, kids and and uh, this is during the Great Recession. And I said, Ben, you know, there's a market out there. There are opportunities. Are there less than there was 12 months ago? Yes, there's less, but there is a market out there. And if you can get out during this time and make a name for yourself, you will be, you will be even more successful. And he was the first person that was hired by this one division of Johnson & Johnson. They put him in Austin, Texas on a key account. He did really well. They promoted him to San Antonio. Then they promoted him back to his hometown in Tulsa. Then they promoted him to the headquarters. And now he is a uh, an area director, um, a high, or area vice president, excuse me, uh, at this company within J&J. And that's in, in, and that's in 13 years, he has done that very quickly and been extraordinarily successful. And I think we could point back, and there's lots of stories that, he, I'm not saying, hey, try to sign the market in a down market because it's better. I'm just saying that there are advantages to it if we do enter into a down market.
0: And I think just a telling statistic is you look at the pandemic, April 2020 conference, which is really the height of of the uncertainty of the pandemic. We we got smacked right in in, in, uh, in March, and we were running the April conference, as you well remember, and trying to determine can we run a conference, can we do it? We obviously did, and we, we still average close to eight interviews per officer at probably one of the biggest you know, recessions we've, we've seen in the history of, of, of this country uh, in, in many, many years. And I think we look at the folks we've placed. We have statistics of how fast people have been promoted since that point in time because mm-hmm. the market has rebounded. They came in at a difficult time. The companies recognize that. They've made an impact for themselves, to your point. And uh, I can speak to a few, few alum that came into, especially in, in a couple of companies They came in and already been promoted They're leading a team of 40 and now leading a team of 200.
1: They're going to, they've got experience during that time that probably will never have anything like that again. Sure. And they'll be able to utilize that experience and talk about it and be able to leverage it during promotional interviews. And people will look at when they started with the company and be able to to, to to look at the, when they entered the market and how they were able to navigate that. So, so let's go to myth two. In a recession, I'll just have to take what I can get. The, the good opportunities won't be there anymore. What's the truth there, Rob?
0: Well, I think in, in, in a down market recession, it's important to clearly understand what you want. And, and so it's important to, to spend time doing that self-reflection. As you mentioned a minute ago, you know, where do I see myself in three to five years? What, what career path is the right you know, step for me? And, and you know, delaying a competent step in the direction of your path can be more risky than trying to get time to the market. I always you know, talk a lot to, to officers of, you know don't confuse you know, comfort with security. So obviously you're more comfortable in the military, but that is not a correlation of how comfortable you are versus how secure you might be. I know people that are comfortable and yet they're deployed, they're in a combat zone, or all of a sudden now the military downsizes. You know, the the, the, you know, the corporate America is not the only thing that goes up and down. The military expands and contracts you know, as needed as well. And so I think it's one where um, maybe it might take a little longer. You may have to be a little more judicious, 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 but I would also say at the same time, when companies are and they still hire, they they don't stop hiring in, in a recession and down economy. Yeah, the bar goes up, but remember the positions they're hiring for are critical. Positions. That's why when I came out in early '01, the dot-com bubble burst. Yeah, I was concerned because I've only been with the company for three months. But the company hired me in a very critical leadership position that allowed me. They weren't going to downsize that position. It was an important position that they needed, no matter what the economy was.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a good point because I've heard those stories too, where people think, "Well, if I get get out in a recession, and you're first in uh, or last in, first out type of thing, like of so the last one's hired and let me go." That's not the way the companies think. They're thinking about hiring leaders and thinking long term. I remember back in 2009, Fortune magazine in the Great Recession had an article interviewing Jim Collins, the author of Good to Great. And I think he was writing, writing Great by Choice at this time. And he's talking about good companies will continue to hire because they're not looking at the, just the now, they're looking at five years, 10 years, 15 years down the road. And so no, you won't have to just take what you could get, but you probably do need to adjust the strategy, which we're gonna talk about in terms of, there might be fewer opportunities. So maybe you can't be as narrow on, tr- on your like, only wanting a certain geography that'll make it harder or only wanting a certain industry or a certain position that'll make it harder. But there will be really good companies out there because really good companies are gonna think beyond like this, this recession, which is natural and look beyond just this this challenging or a down market because it will turn back up and they wanna be prepared. They don't wanna sit on their hands. When it starts to turn back up, that's not the time to start building. The time to start building is before it starts swinging back up. So we've addressed this a little bit. Myth number three, good economy is critical to my success. We just talked about, you know, you can actually use a down economy to to really be to your advantage.
0: What's the actual truth here, Rob? Well, I think the the actual truth is it's that demand for leadership. I kind of use the the example of if you're given a chance, and I'll go back and kind of from my army background, so you know, it'll still apply to other branches of service, but you're given a chance to take a company. Do you want the best performing company in the battalion or do you want the least worst performing company in the battalion? Where's the upside? You know, where do you go with that? So it's great, it's a good economy, but I still come back to the analogy of combat deployment versus garrison you learn more you grow more you can you have a better upside to prove your worth and bring value to an organization when there are struggles when there are difficulties and even like i said even back in in 2020 we're still averaging close to eight interviews as of this podcast right now we were averaging 12 to 13 which is back to pre-pandemic numbers and so what i would argue is even during a a down economy there's never a shortage of applicants there's always a shortage of the right applicants Mm -hmm. and the right leaders and if you can bring that and bring value, and you're well prepared, there's always a market for you.
1: Yeah. So, so we just addressed the three myths, and so we don't know where the market's going to go. We should say four myths if we add myth zero. Sure. Um, so, what what should jam? What, what should we? What do we should we be telling the junior officers, or what should the junior officers that are listening to this be thinking and and doing to prepare, regardless of what the economy's going to do?
0: Sure. Now, I would say there are four things. Joel, and, and I would say these, these four apply even in, even in a great economy. I just think they're even more important when the economy um, might be struggling a little bit. And I think one is, is learning about business. So you know, reading a minute, as many business books as you can, studying up on concepts like Lean, Six Sigma, data analytics, corporate finance, you know, business to business sales. You know, companies are looking for JMOs that read business. They've been able to actually apply some of these principles and concepts as they're still serving. And what it really does is helps you better eventually communicate your background in a language that corporate America and, and uh, you know, the hiring entities will understand. I think the second thing is you got to prepare for challenging interviews. You know, you to get a list of frequently asked questions and you know, developing a strategy to, to answer those questions, writing them out, and most importantly, verbalize. Answers always look great on paper. They always sound great in your own head, but until you say them out loud, it never comes across the way you want it to. It's probably the most critical part. You know, if you think back to a time where you've had to, you know, brief that 06, that general officer, you know, I know I had to do that a few times in my career. and I did not wing it. You know, you you, you prepared, you practiced, you rehearsed. The same goes for for the professional interview. You've got to be ready to anticipate those questions and be able to communicate your background speaking their language not yours um i think this one's critical in in a down economy especially is having the right mindset approaching every interview with the mindset of how can i bring value how can i help solve this company's problem let's face it every company has problems there's no perfect you know organization entity out there just like there's no perfect unit no perfect ship um no perfect squadron they all have their their issues And so you're coming with a give mindset as opposed to a self-serving mindset. There's always time to evaluate an opportunity and and determine if it's the right fit for you, but the time to do that is when you actually have earned an offer, not when you're in the interview process. So if you can work hard to prove your fit, show the interest and build rapport, um, you're on the right track. And then lastly, it's, it's, the right to career strategy, right? Remember the the whole basis, you know, for why Cambridge exists is, you know, we help a non-traditional group, that is the JMO transition into corporate America. The military is not the traditional source that, you know, corporate America dips into to fill the leadership positions, but they do value. And so when the economy softens, it's even more critical that companies don't miss the mark. If they're gonna spend time and money and resources in a time when, The money might be tight. It's even more critical they don't miss the mark. They've gotta get the hire right. So companies pursuing a non-traditional path uh, can create even more risk. So to get over that high interview bar, it's important to have an excellent strategy. And that means being open to a variety of of careers, industries, locations, not not narrowing down initially, other than the narrowing of just, I want a high quality company, a leading company, uh, developmental type positions, it's much easier once you're actually in the organization than to maneuver your career. If it, you know, from say a geographic perspective or other parts of the, of the company, um, they're trying to do that from the outside. That means don't wait for the perfect opportunity and the perfect location, paying the perfect money, get your foot in the door with a great company, be a top performer, contribute, bring value and successful.
1: Yeah, really. These are the same things that we advocate for and, in- <laughs> in the greatest economies as we do in the down to, to pull it all the way through. We don't know right. where the economy is going to be and and where it could be in six months from now, nine months from now, a year from now. And you have to submit your resignation anywhere from three months to a year out. So these are the things that we always, always propose our proponents of to make the successful transition. So if we bring, bring this all the way back together and, and conclude is, There's a lot written out there on the news talking heads about the recession, so we wanted to get get out there and say yeah we read the same things. But here's what's happening right now, we actually have high demand right now at our June conference in a few weeks, we have approximately 50 candidates attending the conference. We have more than two positions for every candidate, the market is strong, we expect probably still 12 to 13 interviews. I think the the latest jobs report that came out said there were 428,000 jobs created. I mean, when you first started when you and I were out there meeting with people, giving presentations, we were talking like 100, 190,000 jobs created. This is pretty large. Still, unemployment is significantly below the full employment rate and even if you're 25 years of age and older with a college degree, you, if you're listening to this, probably you, that's even lower than that.
0: I don't think I've seen it 2%. Yeah, it's
1: never been two. So the, the fact is right now, the labor market is very strong. The stock market is taking a beating. And so there's these mixed signals of what's going on. So we're gonna, we just wanna jump in here and say, hey, lots of mixed signals. We don't know where it's going. Here are things that you should be thinking about. Companies will continue to hire. They will continue, how do I know that? In 50-plus years that Cameron Brooks has been in existence, we have never canceled one of our career conferences, not even the April 2020 conference when the pandemic hit and it seemed like the world stopped. We were told to stay home. We figured out how to pivot our conference from an in-person conference to a virtual conference in two weeks, average eight interviews per candidate, the Great Recession of two thousand and nine. We still had five conferences that year. Comp- great companies continued to hire. In fact, some of them we even look at it as an opportunity to go find. Hey, we can get the best ones out there, because there's less competition. And you, can, it just takes the right preparation, the right strategy uh, to be successful. And that's what we're here for: is to help you navigate, to set goals navigate through the plan and the, the journey to reach your goals instead of putting them on hold instead of pivoting off of your goal something that you can't control and we just don't even know where it's going to go so we appreciate you listening uh, today as always please reach out to to us you can find rob at r davis at cameron or myself, my first initial J, last name Junker at Cameron-Brooks.com. You always get our book, PCS to Corporate America on Amazon. And uh, visit us at our website, cameron